staying with poetry to, uh, to, to a certain degree, I don't know if you've ever heard of Chat GPT. I'd never heard about it until our next guest highlighted to me what it can do. And while what it can do is genius, uh, he feels there is a serious downside to it. Chat GPT is a new artificial intelligence chatbot. Uh, and without getting too complicated about the matter, the best way of explaining it is, is by the next piece of audio. Here's one example that we came across on YouTube. This is, this is a, a user asking this chat GPT on his computer to instantly, and I mean instantly, uh, write a poem about his example that he gave Donald Trump and the White House riots last year. Write a poem about Trump and the insurrection. Let's see if I spelled that right. In the land of the free and the brave, a leader arose full of hate and depraved. He fanned the flames of discontent and incited a mob violent and bent on storming the Capitol a dark day engraved. Wow, that's good. Okay, so there you have a computer generation poem within minutes when you asked him to do so. To simplify all this, I'll talk with our next guest and ask him about writing poetry and uh, creativity in general and how it will impact on creativity. Porik Neary from Tubber Curry is on the line. Good morning to you, Porik. Morning. Uh, Thanks for joining us. I I hope I explained this as best I can, but you came across this as well and and you you asked the computer, isn't that right, to to write a poem about a certain uh, issue? I think, yes. yes. Mm. Splitting Um, timber, isn't that right? Splitting timber of all things. And in uh, not minutes, no, not minutes, seconds, it actually came up with six verses. Which, to be quite honest, I would have maybe taken ownership of myself if I had done them. I'd have been proud of them. It was that good? Yeah, that good. I mean, it's it's uh, this this is the terrible thing. It's extraordinarily good. It is a software that mimics the human mind. And in fact, it does it as I think better and quicker and certainly a lot less expensively than the human mind at the moment. Okay, so what's uh, not what's not to like then, Porik? Well, the not to like is, I mean, at the moment um, we have sort of uh, on one hand, in the manual labour area, we have automation and um, robotics and that has eliminated an enormous amount of manual labour. Mm. Now, a lot of those that actually suffer from that have moved in what I call intellectual uh, labour or intellectual work, are working on computers and making reports and and doing all sorts of things. And this piece of software, as far as I can see, will actually make an enormous amount of that redundant. So, so we're going. We're, we're going to. I mean, creativity will take up a whole new, different meaning. Is that? That's what you're saying. That we. That is exactly what I'm saying. Now, I mean, the other aspect of this is I think there are going to be an enormous amount of psychological problems because, in fact, uh, to be quite honest, you wouldn't have to make any decisions or worry about anything. All you have to do is ask uh, chat, the chat uh, software and it will actually give you answers. And these answers are very, very good, very reasonable, very rational, very logical. Um, so it, it, it has enormous power. Now, to be mm-hmm. quite honest... Uh, it was only released on the 30th of, of um, November last year. Oh, it's recent enough. I didn't realise it was that recent. Yeah, it's yeah. that recent. Now, okay. I see um, it was developed actually by a, a company called um, uh, AI Open. 
and yeah. uh, they're part of Microsoft. And I see the first thing that happened, in fact, is that uh, uh, um, Gmail or, uh, have, have issued a uh, red alert that is so dangerous that they are really worried about it. Now, it's also, uh, it's hardly a coincidence that an awful lot of the really big operators are beginning to shed very substantial amounts of jobs. Yeah, and so this this could be an enormous problem. So this, there's going to now, be a trickle-down effect, so you feel here. This oh, will be this will be no trickle, this will be a flood. Mm-hmm. Because, in fact, whereas, um, you know, what I call programs like that, such as that, platforms, Microsoft and uh, Twitter and what have you, it took them months, if not years, to reach a million sales mark. Apparently, uh, chat has reached the million mark in five days. And it's used now by by millions. Uh, it's available, actually, free to download off your... your uh, uh, off the net mm. at the moment. And just to give a, a, a second example you came across, will you tell us the story about uh, there was a local secondary school won, won a match? It was, yes. It was okay. a, fact, a, a match, a very important match against, I think, uh, um, to Galway. Yeah. And uh, I was ta- speaking to one of the, the ladies that was interested in it, shall we say, on the Saturday. And she immediately got her phone and she re- showed me a poem that was written about the, the victory. And it was an excellent poem. But it was written in seconds or minutes anyway, after the match was over. So, I mean, it's... it's it potentially is limitless, as far as I can see. Yeah. But yeah. the problem is we're not prepared for it. This person, have, this person makes a good and interesting point, and they're saying, imagine if the technology you're talking about, imagine if that technology had been available over a century ago, we would never have heard of the likes of WB8 or anybody like ever, that. Never, ever. And that is one of the major... That is a major drawback. But, I mean, how are people going to to develop, how are minds going to develop if they never have to really make uh, decisions for themselves if they cannot get it all out from the the, the, com- the computer? You know, I mean, it's an extraordinary achievement. But to be, uh, to, but but uh, you know, we have to we have to prepare for it. We have to ready ourselves. For it. We have to make make changes. Now we have never made changes. We have never accepted yet that technology has really changed economics. Uh, so much that they just can't work under the present system. Yeah, but, but and, and what you're saying it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're against the concept of artificial intelligence in any way, because it has lots and lots of, of benefits, as we know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we have to learn how to how to deal with them. We have to learn to, how to live with them. And we have to learn to think for ourselves and to exactly. And I would say that education, uh, as from primary school or even infant school. Uh, right up to uh, graduation, a lot of it will be how to actually use your own mind rather than using the, the computer. At the moment, in fact, there are major problems in some uh, educational uh, institutions that uh, the the examiners give out projects and uh, they get back excellent results, but they can't figure out whether they're written by the student or by the, the chat. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's funny you should say that because I think there is a, a very relevant local issue at the moment I'll say no more than that in relation to that it's to do with exams as well and there's a question about the authenticity of uh, some work uh, it's just exactly along the lines you're saying so well, well, it, but this this, I mean they are writing out huge reports and huge programmes in literally seconds you mentioned earlier there about the poem being written in minutes yeah. uh, it doesn't take minutes 
These are written in seconds. I mean, the, the power is phenomenal. Um, I'll just to give you an idea. Like, uh, as I say, Microsoft developed this. I just read this morning where they have committed 10 billion uh, much uh, finance to actually upgrade it now and sell it. And as far as I know, it's available free at the moment yeah. because it's sort of still in development stage. Yeah. But uh, eventually it will charge and some are predicted that it will in literally in months become a trillion dollar company. The first real trillion dollar company in the Okay. In the world, what should we be doing? So, if 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 there is a warning to be sounded, what what can we well, do? The, do you think? The first warning is the amazing thing I find at the moment is nobody apart from yourself. And the letter I got into the Daily Mail yesterday seems to have mentioned this at all in the the public debate. I've been on to RTE every what I call public discussion program on it, and I don't even get a reply, acknowledgement. Nobody wants to talk about it. And that's the worst possible thing I think we could do. We have to talk about, we have to figure ways of, of that change. And like to be quite honest, we should be delighted. Why the hell should we have to work so hard anymore or think so hard when we can get, get it done elsewhere? But we have to learn. Mm. That the, the, the problem about, about it is that our employment is totally tied to actually work, whether it be intellectual or manual. Now, we could do without actually working, but we couldn't do without earning. And since employment is the only method we really have at the moment of actually ensuring an income for people and distributing parts of the immense wealth we can produce, uh, if, if, if employment fails, we are in real trouble. But nobody will talk about it. I mean, uh, the dogs of the street must see how um, automation and, and robotics are taking away manual work. Yeah. But as far as the politicians are concerned, it never happened. I mean, there, I've, I've been told it numerous times that uh, don't worry, there'll always be enough work for anyone that wants it. There won't be enough work for anyone that wants it. Okay, well, if they weren't they're talking, talking. well, they're talking about it now. I can tell you, Porik, thanks for for pointing it out well, and raising raising the issue. Porik, they're not talking oh. about it yet. But I hope this is started.